You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, here we are, everybody. Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Network. We played it on a Sunday, September 12th and a Monday, September 13th. It's the postgame pod. Niners 41, Lions 33 in what was a wild, wild football game today in Allen Park. Matt Derry with you. I don't even know where to start, where to begin, because I have so many things to say. We're going to get game balls. We're going to hand those out. There were some positives that came out of this game today. There were some surprises, to say the least. Uh, that stunned me, uh, this game was over. I mean, the Lions got manhandled for most of the game today. And with four minutes to go in the third quarter, we're down 38-10. to 10, But fought all the way back, which Dan Campbell says this team's going to do, and cut it to win eight, within eight and have the football. Jared Goff leading the team down the field after a Debo Samuel fumble. All Samuel had to do was slide down and the game's over. Trey Flowers punches the ball out from behind. Yes, Trey Flowers made a play. And then Jared Goff, doing his best stat Padford impression, throws the ball 57 times today, brings the team down the field, gets them to within the 30. And then on fourth and nine, uh, Ebucom came in, uh, beat Frank Ragnow, got in Goff's face, forced to throw it away, and that was the game. 49ers win 41-33. to We welcome you in. Thank you for listening. Wherever you are listening and however you are listening, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions, and Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Um, so much to get to today as Detroit loses. Now, at you know, th- there were times today that you sat here and went, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a long year. This team stinks. They're young. They don't have a lot of talent. And San Francisco is just superior. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is like nine for his first nine. All right, he threw for 314 today, a touchdown and a passer rating of 124.2. The Lions sacked him once. There's a lot of work to be done, especially on defense. But again, this team rose from the dead. 38 to 10, 38 17, 41 17, 41 25, then 41 33. They get couple of two-point conversions. They get an onside kick. They fought. They never, ever quit. They played till the end and gave them a, a chance, themselves a chance to win. Did they make too many mistakes early in the game that cost them? Absolutely, they, they did. But let's start with the positives and at least the fact that they fought. For all of you that bet on the Niners and got the bet in late when it, the spread started at seven and a half, and when it got to eight and a half and nine, sorry, you lost for you late betters because this looked to be a runaway. I saw Colin Coward tweeting at halftime. He made a put a video together and he's like, I'll never bet the Lions again. Well, if Colin, if you got him at eight and a half or nine, you won. You covered. Because somehow, some way, this team fought back. There were some positives. All right. The ground game looks better. But when you're down 28 points, you've got to throw. That's why Jared Goff threw 57 times. And you'll hear from Dan Campbell in a second. I'm going to play you the, the last thing he said today. Just a quick minute soundbite about the game. But, you know, Campbell knows. It's a young team with a small margin of error for error. And you can't have Jared Goff throwing 60 times in a game. 
Goff was sacked three times through the pick six, of course, which was an awful throw. And there were times today I watched Jared Goff and I went, now I know why the Rams wanted nothing to do with him. Like, where's he throwing the football? He's throwing behind people. He's throwing at people's feet. It was it was not a not a good day. Uh, you know, it, it, I don't think it was a consistent performance from Jared Goff. All right, I I, I wasn't. You know, the, the Greenlaw pick six from thirty nine yards away. Like, you got to eat that ball. Even the last play of the game. I know Ebu comes. You know, coming at him. Make a play. But Jared Goff is not going to make a lot of plays with his feet. But he and TJ Hawkinson looked like they had good chemistry today. You could see that. Uh, he was throwing to some of the younger guys at, at the end of the game. Cephas, Amon Ross St. Brown, Raymond made some plays late. Now, again, a lot of it was garbage time, and the Niners, their DBs all got hurt, and then they started rushing three guys. But still, Goff stood in there. Passer rating today of 92 Point six. He was fine. I, you look at the numbers and you go, oh, yeah, Jared Goff threw for 338 and three scores. Yeah, but the pick six is a bad pass. It's a bad pass. And there were throws all day today that he was behind guys and he was at guys' feet. All right? I'm not going to talk about the guy that left that's playing tonight against the Bears out in L.A. No reason to do that. But the bottom line is at least he rallied the troops and got him in a position where they had a chance to tie the football game at the end of the game. Give Goff that much credit. But all in all, I don't think he was great. His numbers look pretty gaudy. The running game, I loved it. I loved it. Jamal Williams has got to touch the football more than nine times. DeAndre Swift had 11 carries. Jamal Williams averaged six yards a carry. But again, when you're getting your ass kicked and the defense can't stop anybody, it's putting you into pass-first mode that you had to do. But I really like what I saw from Jamal Williams. And as Dan Campbell pointed out in the postgame, this is a guy that's carried us throughout training camp. Swift's coming back from injury and was decent today too, including in the pass game when he caught eight passes for 65 yards and the touchdown. But when you look at all of the targets and you see that for most of the game, it's Hawkinson, Swift, and Williams, those three guys combined for 24 receptions. The receivers, Raymond, three. Amon Ross St. Brown, two. That's five. Benson caught three balls. That's eight. Williams caught two. That's 10. Cephas, 13. So your tight end and your two backs combined for 24 catches. Your receivers, 13. That's not going to get it done either. They've got to find a way to find somebody at wide receiver that can make the other team think about covering the outside and on, on the perimeter. But Hawkinson and A, as advertised, eight catches, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, also caught a two-point conversion. He's special, man. He's really good. And he can block, too. So at least we saw some things offensively that I'm happy about. How about the job Panay Sewell did on, at left tackle today? I want to get into that coming up next. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions postgame pod. First, though, Built Bar, baby. The best-tasting protein bar on the market. It's not even close. Had a Built Bar this morning, a little cookies and cream. I absolutely love them. Whether it's coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, whatever you want, they've got. All right? At BuiltBar.com. Built.com. They're the best. They're fantastic. And the great thing about Built Bar is they're healthy for you. Calories ranging from 130 to 180. That's it. 
Only four to five grams of sugar and you get your protein fix. 17 to 18 grams of protein in every bar. They are the best. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15. And you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, post-game pod, Lions fall to the Niners, 41-33. to You're going to hear from Dan Campbell momentarily. Let me say this about the offensive line. You can see the improvements. You can see Anthony Lynn is a better play caller than anything the Lions have had over the last few years, whether it was JBC or Daryl Bevel. I like motion men. I like a couple guys in motion. I, I, I like people pulling. I love the scheme that Anthony Lynn had in the ground game today. I enjoyed seeing it. Um, you know, like I said, just, just throwing, throwing something different, a different look at the opposition and at the defense. Um, you know, like I said, it, it was creative in how they got the football to Williams and Swift in the ground game. So Anthony Lynn gets some props from me. Panay Sewell played a whale of a game today. Panay Sewell, the team's first round pick was God off on the preseason. Nobody cares about the preseason. Taylor Decker goes down with a hand injury, going to be out a couple of weeks, put on injured reserve. And they made the decision to move Sewell from right tackle, where he'd been playing all spring and summer, back over to left tackle to go up against Nick Bosa, and Sewell held his own. He was terrific. Now, Bosa had a sack, but all in all, you got a rookie left rookie tackle that hadn't played left tackle in two years, has been playing right tackle all spring and summer until this week when they moved him on Thursday to left tackle with Decker's injury. And the job he did today was fabulous. Now, right tackle Matt Nelson sucks. That was <laughs> that was a disaster. All right, on the golf pick six, Nelson was being pushed back by Armstead. He didn't have a good day. Also had a holding penalty. So the Lions have issues at right tackle, but right now left tackle, Penesul looks good. The biggest question now is going to be, when Taylor Decker comes back, what are the Lions going to do? Because the Panay Sewell looked like a left tackle today. You move back to the right side, fine. Uh, but at least today, a positive was definitely Sewell. I thought he looked good. The defense is terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. And yes, they stepped up and held the Niners to 10 points in the second half. So there's that. But all in all, I like that there's young guys out there. I like seeing Melifanu on the field, nearly nearly with an interception. All right? I thought, for the most part today, Tracy Walker played a good football game. You could tell he's a keeper. All right? Derek Barnes played some linebacker. Love it. Aline McNeil's out there. Good. And I was surprised today to see Julian O'Quara a healthy scratch because the Lions still can't get to the quarterback. Like, Julian O'Quara is a healthy scratch? Who's going to rush the passer besides Flowers and Romeo O'Quara, who, by the way, neither did much today. Trey Flowers made the big play at the end of the game on the strip of Samuel, but did Trey Flowers sniff the quarterback today? No, not a single quarterback hit. I'm looking at QB hits right now. I see Tracy Walker with the sack on the, on the, on the blitz. Jamie Collins had a quarterback hit, and Romeo O'Quara had one quarterback hit and one tackle. That's not good enough. Those two guys, Romeo and Trey, are making a lot of money. They've got to get to the quarterback. This is the same problem we saw last year. Aaron Glenn's going to fix it. I think he's a good coach. I think they they made some adjustments, especially in San Francisco's running game in the second half, which you saw improvement. 
All right. But when you got a rookie running back and Elijah Mitchell, who's like their third stringer behind Trey Sermon, who for some odd reason was inactive today, and Raheem Mostert, who got hurt in the first quarter, Elijah Mitchell averaging five and a half a carry, ran for a buck four and a touchdown. Not good. Just there were too many chunk plays. At halftime, the Niners were averaging 10.5 yards per play. Play action. Lions still had trouble with the tight end. We knew George Kittle would have a decent day today. Debo Samuel alone all day. And then the Okuda play. Oh, my God. First of all, Jeffrey Okuda might be out a while. Dan Campbell said post game, it might be an Achilles. He had to leave the game in the fourth quarter. How about Aubrey Pleasant, Lions DB's coach, lighting up Okuda on the sidelines? Just wagging his finger in his face, yelling, do your job at him about six times because Okuda's barking back at him. This guy was the number three, not 23, not 33, number three overall pick two years ago. Like, what on earth was Bob Quinn thinking? Oh, my God, he's terrible. I I hope he's healthy. I hope this is a minor injury. I hope it's not an Achilles because the Lions need him. But my gosh, this kid, this kid's struggling. I know it's one game. That deep ball to Samuel. Turn around, make a play. And Pleasant was screaming at Okuda about a run play that he defended poorly before that. Like just a terrible game again from Jeffrey Okuda. Just bad. And Will Harris at safety, gosh. You can see Tracy Walker's getting better. Better, You see the improvement. But my gosh, I mean, there's just too many holes on that defense. The linebackers, you know, Jamie Collins, barely heard his name. Alex Anzalone, misdirection, doesn't know where he is on the field. Derek Barnes was the one guy, came in the fourth quarter, made a stop. But there's just too many holes defensively right now on this team. And if they're not going to get to the quarterback, come on, guys. You're paying Trey Flowers $18 million a year. I think Romeo's making 13 Guys, didn't hear your names called all day. This is Jimmy Garoppolo we're talking about. What happens next week against uh, Aaron Rodgers? But they did make some adjustments in the second half. Give Aaron Glenn and the staff some credit. Because this was a 31-10 game at the half. Niners put up 10 in the second half. That was it. And when the Lions needed to get some stops at the end of the game, they actually got them. But, you know, when did they finally force San Francisco to punt? Third quarter? I think, they, I think that was all the only, only stop they got. Actually, there was, uh, yeah, there were two punts today from Wisnowski of the Niners. Two. And I don't know what the Lions are doing on kick returns with uh, Godwin Igwebuike. That was brutal. Um, kicking game, Austin Seibert. Hit a 49-yarder, missed another one. Um, still, a, you know, a little bit of an issue. But we, I expected the Lions to get blown out. And for most of the day today, they were. But a nice effort to come back and make it a game. That you like to see. All right, you're going to hear from Dan Campbell, and uh, we'll do that. Coming up next, also game balls as well. Uh, betonline.ag, where are you putting your money down tonight, folks? Rams and Bears, your chance to watch Maddie number nine, Stafford. You want to bet on the game, do so at betonline.ag. All right. As always, they're your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half 
million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest open now at Bet Online. Go to the website, sign up today, and you'll receive your 100% welcome bonus. Just put in the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of the great offers available for the 2021 season. Do it now at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, I'm not going to play the whole thing. Dan Campbell, though, his overall views on today's performance, courtesy of DetroitLions.com. I'll take a listen to this, and we'll react. You know, here's what I, I will ultimately take out of it is, number one, one of the things that I wanted to make sure that we did, no matter what happened in this game, that we continued to play and just give yourself a chance at the end of the game. And we did do that. Now, you don't picture it being that, or you're going to throw it 57 times. or. But ultimately, our guys, they did play to the, to, the, to the end. They didn't throw their palms up, and they didn't start sulking, and they didn't start. They just went back to work and found a way to get, get back into this game. Defense played better in the second half. Offense, we found a way to score some touchdowns. And, you know, special teams did their job. We got an onside kick, and we gave ourselves a chance. But, man, our margin for error is so small. We, we, we have to play the game a certain way. It's just the way we are and the way we're built. And we, we cannot, you know, we don't have the luxury of making some of the mistakes we made and being able to win, you know. And so we got to clean that up, and we will clean it up. Fair assessment right there from uh, Dan Campbell. I think national people are going to wait and they want to hear biting kneecaps and they want to hear all the, the classic Danimal bits. Um, but that's not happening. You, you, you heard a guy that was exhausted, that was <laughs> hoarse, but loved the fight with his team. But, but he's right. I mean, they've got to clean a lot of things up if they want to win games. The Lions want to win. They're trying to win. All of us know it's going to be very difficult to win any football games this year for this team. They're just not talented enough. And if they lose Jeffrey Okuda for a long period of time or any of the starters, there's not a lot of depth. You saw the big difference today. All right, Taylor Decker's out with a hand injury for a month. You're moving a rookie over to left tackle, and you've got a guy at right tackle, Matt Nelson, that, that isn't good. So there's not a lot of depth on this team. But all in all, was the effort there? Was the fight there? Yes, it was. But there's... It's going to take this team a couple years to get back to winning because they've got to replenish the talent. They've got to. They've got to add more talented pieces. I told you about the defense. There's not enough talent on the defense. There just isn't. And San Francisco's really good. I thought they went into a bit of a shell in the second half and kind of went into a little Kyle Shanahan choke mode. But San Francisco's loaded. You don't think the Lions wouldn't like to have Mostert or Mitchell or Jimmy G? Heck, Trey Lance came into the game. They were running a little wildcat. Lance threw a touchdown. By the way, interesting stat for you. When Jim Schwartz debuted as an NFL head coach, he did so for your Detroit Lions and gave up 40 points in his first game. I think that was 9 against the Saints. Matt Patricia's first game in 2018, the Jets dropped a 47-burger on him. And now today, Dan Campbell in his first game, I know he was an interim coach, but his first game as the real head coach, gives up 41 to the Niners. All three of those guys, as Lions first-time head coaches in their first game, gave up a 40-burger. <laughs> Only the Lions, man. All right, uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, some big Lions fans that are listening today. They're out of Washington, my good friends, Chris and Susie Cousins, who are like 
at some, they're like wineries and can't even see the game. I'm going to have to hook Chris up with a way to uh, uh, watch the game on his phone, but uh, they're, have a, uh, they're like on a romantic getaway, but they're listening and uh, always appreciate you guys listening. Uh, your tweets at Dairy Speaks. I'm going to read some of those tomorrow. The Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. Game balls very quickly. Here, here's who's getting game balls from me. Number one, Jamal Williams. I love that guy. Every time he touches the football, something fun's happening. He gets a game ball from me, Jamal Williams. TJ Hawkinson is a lock. Guy's a stud. Uh, they're going to double-team, triple-team him, but he found a way today. Eight catches for 97 yards. Uh, defensively, sorry. I'm not handing out any game balls. I can't do it. I, can't, I know Tracy Walker had a decent game and everything. I, I can't hand out any game balls to anybody on this defense. I'm handing them to Jamal Williams and a TJ Hawkinson. I thought about golf, but he threw the pick six. I, I, I can't. Niners 41, Lions 33. We're back with you again tomorrow right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Have a good rest of the night, everybody.